Welcome to Inside Out with Chris and Katie. These conversations are here to activate, stretch, and take you to your edges. This is your invitation to ditch the comparison and step forward with congruence and commitment to the life you want to live. Come play in our world and our minds as we navigate our 30s on totally different timelines. Hello, Miss Katie Walker. Hello, Carissa Burns. How are you? I'm brilliant. I'm excited. I'm hot. It's freaking hot here. I'm ready yeah. for the aircon to kick in. But I'm fucking pumped for this conversation, as always. So great. And I was thinking about this while you were staying with me, and I was like, this is going to be great because you love to do this. So let's start today's episode with the peak and pit of your morning. Oh, my God, I love this so much. Okay, yes, I do love a peak and a pit, and um, I always hassle everybody about their peak and pit, and I stole this from a girlfriend, so I can't take credit for it. My peak of the morning would be like having this little setup right now. This feels really good. So um, for those that caught the last episode, I've just moved my life across the freaking country um, and I'm in my own little studio apartment. So I still kind of have stuff everywhere, but it's really nice to be like anchored in and be like, yes, like this is this is it. This is what we do now. How good. Um, pit of the morning would be that I usually will sleep with just the screen um, but I closed the door. It's yeah, it's a good one. I closed the actual door last night when I went to bed um, and I turned the aircon off before I actually went to sleep. So I woke up and I was like, holy sweet mother of God, it is so hot in here. Oh Queensland temperatures are significantly different to Tasmania ones. Oh um, so that's my pit of the morning. Lesson learned. What about yeah. you? Peak would have to be just the ease and efficiency of getting these uh, by the way, everyone, I'm going to be swearing this episode a whole lot. So getting these fucking kids off to school because I had three like different drop-offs. That, that's my year this year. I've got um, daycare, then I've got two, a high school and a primary school. So I got the three kids all dropped off. It was easy, simple and efficient. I made sure that everyone was on time. It was perfect. Um, and the pit is probably that I couldn't get a park this morning. And that was really painful. So it's, it's nothing that wild yet. <laughs> yet it's like there's always some form of chaos it's like we're fine we deal we progress we progress I've got a parent this afternoon so I'm sure there's going to be way more pits this afternoon if you ask me but yeah that's as bad as it got so I'm having a pretty good morning it's so funny how did you go with the um the hair situation this morning that's what I I need an update on okay so I texted Katie last night about my stepdaughter and she was like she was just so wound up about me not being able to achieve the hair that she wanted this morning. And we're discussing how I would help her achieve the goal of the hair. However, her description, her explicit description to me of how she wanted it made no sense. And I'm like, can you just explain that again, please? And she's like, I've told you, why don't you understand? And I'm just like, oh my God, it's so stressful. And then she was getting really angry. I was getting really upset. And I'm like, cool, we'll just work it out in the morning. But I nailed it. I fucking nailed it. And she's like, oh my God, you did a good job. It's so funny, guys. So I got that message last night and I was like, oh my God, just reminded again of the like sheer polarity of our lives right now. Like here I am like going, just organizing my little place and I'm like all by myself, only having to answer to myself. Literally my biggest issue right now is like, okay, Katie, you need fucking discipline in your routine, babe. Like that's, that is my problem is like me looking after me (laughs) and you're over here, like superhuman, like looking after so many moving parts. It's, it's phenomenal. It's great. I did not feel superhuman at nine o'clock and I'm like, it's bedtime. And she's like, I just want to talk about my hair tomorrow. And I'm like, what? (laughs) We've had all night to discuss this. (laughs) And then there was this big, like stress moment. I'm like, anyway, anyway, it was all very, um, very happy and healthy this morning. So that's what counts, right? 
I love it. Absolutely. So today we're going to be chatting on something that Katie and I have been playing into a little bit and speaking to with each other. And I think it's a really important topic and it will help a lot of people in particular, just bringing in into their awareness realm, right? So like victim mentality, victimhood, like where are you not taking fucking responsibility and accountability for your own actions in your life? And how is that sabotaging your future self? And who are you essentially exposing yourself to that is playing into victimhood and you're playing into it simply by being in their energy, right? Because they're, it's like you get sucked into this vortex of energy draining and you sit in that because you you love that person and how you can actually like set a boundary around that. 100%. I think with this, it's like this whole topic is a bit of a can of worms and I'm really keen to see kind of where our like natural conversation will flow with this because we fucking love being the victim. Mm. Like that's the reality of it. We actually fucking love it. And it's, it's a kink. Like I'm so into existential kink. I'm really into that like whole shadow work. Right. And like having evidence of wanting. So for what purpose, like, what are you gaining from playing victim? And I think if you're sitting there and you're listening to this and you're like, fuck, okay, like I am buying into that energy or I am continuously feeding that particular scenario or those particular encounters and you sit there and you go, fuck, what do I actually gain from this? Yeah, That is a really, really great place to start with this from the perspective of increasing your self-awareness around what, like what being a victim means for you. Because I think it's easy consciously to go, oh, yeah, I don't want to be a victim. No, I'm not a victim. Um, like being a victim is bad, right? In inverted commas, like, oh, it's so shit and we don't want to feed into that energy. But the truth is unconsciously we fucking do. Otherwise we wouldn't do it in the first place. So it's getting real honest with yourself in that regard, I think. Yeah. And especially when you're playing into that, it's like victim mentality. You're looking for confirmation bias, right? You're looking for like, let's use as an example, your partner cheated on you, right? This could have happened. 10 years ago, let's call it that, right? And they cheated on you and now you're in a new relationship and you're using that insecurity to create conflict in that existing relationship because someone else impacted you in a way where you were then a victim of their treatment, right? But 10 years on, you're still using that as an, as an excuse for your behavior. Yes. When it's like, hold on a second, how am I responsible for me right now in this position, right? Or it's like having a partner who supported you financially, right? And then you break up and then you're, you've still got no money 10 years later and you're still not, you know, creating the life that you want to live, but you're blaming that person for leaving you 10 years ago. It's like, well, how are you supporting yourself through this? How are you not taking accountability and responsibility for you? And how is it their responsibility you know, you sit in that victimhood and blame the rest of the world for all of your life's problems when really like that's what you're calling in while you sit there. Like you are pulling that into your realm, you know, finance, health, relationships, any area of life, you're calling that shit in simply by sitting in victimhood and sitting in, oh, woe is me. Oh, the world hurt me a while ago or the world hurt me yesterday. The world hurt me today right? It can be as recent as present, right? Doesn't have to be past. You get hurt rather than sitting in, okay, how did I create this? For what purpose does this hurt me? For what purpose am I going to let this control me? You go to, oh, poor me, sad me, everyone give me attention or give me some sympathy or I'm so sorry for myself that I'm going to sit here for a while now. Like how does that actually help you? 100%. And I think what's important to note with this, if you are listening to this and you're like, fuck, that's so me. And I continuously feed into that. Mm -hmm. Great. Like it's actually a great awareness for you to like 
pull that in and be like, oh, okay, there's something here that I can start to shift or change. But I think what's important to note as well, like when Chris and I talk about this taking ownership and responsibility, by no means are we saying like bypass the human experience, right? Mm -hmm. Like how often, Chris, do we fucking call each other like, okay, okay, just like give me fucking five minutes. Like I just need to like get this out of my system. The difference between that and like purposefully extending that period of emotion or that emotive response, like stretching it to its capacity. And like you say, stretching it to fucking 10 years when realistically you could have processed and dealt with it in the space of a day, Mm. maybe two, maybe a week. Okay. It's like dependent on the scenario. However, it's having people in your corner that you can go to and be like, okay, this is fucking coming up for me right now. Blah, blah, blah. Mm. Get it out of your system. Like have that like help externally to help you internally process it but do it to people that are actually going to snap you back into responsibility. Like how often, Chris, do we have that conversation, a conversation like that? And it's just like, oh, okay. Yep. I needed that. Thanks. Bye. A hundred percent. As recently as a couple of days ago where I'm like, hi, I'm dysregulated. Please help. And like, literally we unpack it and regulate my emotions or your emotions or whatever, and get back into cause and get back into that, that control of our bodies and our minds and be like, oh, cool. It's totally fine. However, we have all the tools and resources to do this work, right? This is what we teach people to do. And this is how we process our shit, our shadows, our blind spots, like all the things, right? And super vulnerable share, but I'll bring it into this conversation. I no longer have a relationship with my father, which I have touched on here on the podcast before. And he was not a bad man. He was not evil. He didn't have alcoholism, drug addict, like none of the big traumatic things that someone would expect when you're like, you don't speak to your dad. And he lives in my town. He lives around the corner, but we do not have a relationship by my choice and my my way of honoring my own boundaries. The reason being this man who loved me and I do love him, raised me to bag my mom out. Specifically, it's her fault I don't have money. It's her fault I don't have friends. It's her fault my family don't love me. It's her fault that this happened. It's like constant victimhood, right? And he sat in that for my entire teenage life and probably younger than that, but I don't recall all of it. And then moving through to my adult life and that really bothered me I like victim mentality when you're sitting in that and you're not willing to do the work to get the fuck out of it and stop blaming the world for your shit like take some responsibility you can't hold someone accountable for you having no money 20 years on like I'm sorry you cannot hold that like that's not their problem anymore like move the fuck on grow up Like it's up to you to create the life you want to live. And it's actually okay. Like if you can go through the human experience, right, as it's happening and you can be sad and you can go through that grieving, but there comes a point where you're like, pretty sure you can actually create your life by choice, right? 100%. And I think when you're moving into this like realm or moving from that victimhood into this like more like looking through that lens of possibility, like know that it's, gonna feel uncomfortable and like you're gonna be dysregulated again so like and like we know this right it's that notion of whether it's good or bad like those heightened emotions are dysregulating and so from what we've like recently learned Chris it's that notion of like okay am I is this my ego am I leaning into my ego or am I leaning like forward am I leaning out to my ego rather or am I leaning in Mm -hmm. to that like higher self and my future and what I can choose to create for myself given Mm -hmm. this and I'm a big believer in that life happens for us there is always a fucking lesson there yes sometimes we need that emotional like reactive processing time great like learn how to move through that as quickly as you can and learn how to like 
process that and have people there to support you and have all the all the tools and the resources right but then snap the fuck into action Mm -hmm. and like you say it's like you can't blame someone for something that happened 20 years ago we actually can't fucking change the past like the only way that we can change the past is to change our perspective and when you start to lean into that and you recognize like again big believer everyone operates from a place of positive intent people are not their fucking behaviors we are all doing the best we can with the resources that we have like when we're moving through life with that perspective, everything fucking changes because then you all of a sudden you have this immense, like beautiful, overwhelming compassion for everyone, whether mm-hmm. they've hurt you or done you wrong in the past. It actually doesn't fucking matter because you know that you've got you and that you can self lead. And I think that's really the conversation here, right? It's like, have the fucking courage to look at your life and go, hang on, what needs cleaning up here? Mm-hmm. What am I externalizing here? What am I putting outside of myself? Because genuinely we're in control of all of it. Mm -hmm. We can always be moving the needle in some way or like, or another to get us towards that life we want. And this doesn't have to be big, huge fucking shifts. And if it's something that like, if you're sitting there and you're like, fuck, like I've externalized everything. Where do I even start? It's like, start with the fucking basics. Mm -hmm. Like think about like really what makes up your life force, like personal opinion, Connection to body is number one, right? Connection to you, your human, like this physical body that you are in. Move it, Mm -hmm. hydrate it, Mm -hmm. get good sleep, eat well. Like this is about getting in congruence with self, right? So that you're able to self-lead in all areas of life. But the easiest way to do it, personal opinion, is health. And Chris, I know you preach this too because you're- Guys, she is fucking crazy in that gym. (laughs) (laughs) You almost killed me. I'm not even kidding. (laughs) I am not. You are. No, I um, I absolutely couldn't agree more. Like congruence across all areas, I believe, starts with health. It starts with nourishment, and that and that's mind, body, soul, right? Like, and I think two things can be the fucking same. You can be hurt externally, and you can still give love from the inside out, right? Like you yes. can still give that love internally. I have been hurt by my father, but I love him. And that is what allowed me to really cut that energetic cord to the man that I, the narrative says that you're supposed to have this person in your life because they, he hasn't done X, Y, Z, right. But that relationship, I was able to totally cut the cord. I don't hold guilt or shame for that. Right. The only thing in the past that I held guilt or shame for was how I thought it was supposed to look. And that was from the the judgment and the belief system that had been ingrained to me by other people's relationships with their parents, other people's relationships with like their dads, right? And I thought I was supposed to have that and to have that, I'll just take what I can get. I'll just accept what I don't like. I'll just expose myself to conversations that I find really hard. I'll just allow this energy to be felt in my body and that's okay because that's all I've got. That's the only option I have, right? And until I completely honoured myself, and stepped into my power by honoring my own boundary, created the boundary, cut the fucking cord, I can sit here and say, have I been hurt? Of course, but I I give love to it. Like mm. I'm so lucky to have been able to honor myself and to take responsibility and control in a situation where I was allowing otherwise. Like I was allowing myself to be guilt, feel guilt and shame over the thoughts that I was carrying around that relationship. And now I give love and now I'm happy with the decision. But it took so much awareness of self and self-leading, like you just touched on, to actually step into that. Like we get one one life, man. Yeah, 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 literally. And I think as well from the perspective of like 
being able to, like you say, like hold both. Mm-hmm. Like I'm a big believer from the perspective of like, show me this or that and I'll fucking show you that I can hold both. Like, <laughs> I love it. It's me like too. it's never black and white, right? Like it is never black and white in my life. Like everything's a bandwidth. Like you like show me that I can't be like polite and compassionate and like loving and kind and hold fucking strong boundaries and be a badass like in any kind of sense that I want. Like tell me that I can't have both and I'll show you otherwise. Like, and it's a a commitment to self to go, actually, this is a conversation of behavioral flexibility. Like I can actually be at all. Like watch me be at all. I can be sweet and fucking innocent and then I can be like hold strong on my boundaries and be direct and assertive. I can do both as can you listening to this you actually get to do both. And I think this is where like that whole, and I think we touched on it last time in our last episode, that whole piece of like authenticity for putting ourselves in that box of, oh no, I have to be this like good, sweet, innocent fucking people pleaser because that's what people expect of me. Well, no, because in any given moment you get to choose and in any given moment you are teaching people how to experience you. So like start showing some behavioral flexibility, put some Mm -hmm. boundaries in place, hold fucking strong to them. Like Mm. there's no point being like, okay, I'm going to put boundaries in and then having them in for like five seconds, right? Like you actually have to anchor into it and be like, okay, no, I'm holding strong with this and I'm committing to it. Mm, Absolutely. And that even like maps directly across the motherhood experience for me, right? And something that I preach so much because having children, I had this idea and this picture of what it would look like. It would be playing with trains on the floor. It would be going to the park for hours at a time. It would be all joy and, and cut up fruit and all the fucking organic foods. And this like this life, right, that I, in my head, had gone, I want all beige clothes and all neutrals in that nursery. And, like, I had this picture. And as soon as the kid was here, the picture got fucking wiped, right? So, <laughs> and now, like, I, I gave, I give, sorry, myself permission to put my kids in daycare guilt-free. I actually had dropped them this morning at 7 a.m., right? 7 a.m. in the morning, I took my children to daycare as soon as it opened. They were the first ones there. And a mom might be listening to this going, fuck, like I just couldn't do that. No way. Like that's just too early. They don't need to be there. That's a really long day. I get it. I've thought that too. But guess what? They get to, my two kids, the babies get to bypass the morning chaos of their sisters getting ready for school in a house where it's very busy and it's very chaotic and I'm not giving them any attention because I'm running from room to room trying to help everyone get everyone organized. They're watching screens because I'm trying to distract them, right? They get to go to school. They get to soften into the experience of getting to school and have one teacher each like to play with them, which they do until the next child comes, right? So there's two teachers there every morning and they get beautiful cuddles and they get to read a story and they get to play with toys and they get more from that experience than they do with the home experience that I was giving them. So like taking control and ownership over cool. So it's not the narrative that I thought that I would be doing even in that moment, but I'm like full permission slip, right? Like no shame, no guilt. So if you're a mum listening to this, like map that into your motherhood experience too. Stop carrying shame and guilt from a narrative that isn't your own to hold. Like no one has your life. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. I love that so much, Chris. And I can, I can like feel how powerful that would be for, for mums. And like, for those listening, like I'm not a mum. Like I, I don't have any children. I've got lots of beautiful little people in my life, but it's totally different. Right. And I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I fucking get it when I don't like I can make <laughs> sense of a lot of You did live with me for it. a week though. So yeah. you kind of get it. <laughs> and like, I can totally make sense of it. Right. Like yeah. I have like, yeah, I've got, like I said, lots of little people in my life and I fucking love being around kids and I work with a lot of mums and like all of that, right? 
but I think it's one of those things that you don't fully get it until you're in it, right? However, it's like looking at that and then mapping that across to my own life and going, oh, okay, well, I thought that like I'm 30, right? I thought that I would have a life that looks a lot like, a lot like Chris's right now. Mm-hmm. I thought I would have the family and the kids and be and be doing that. And instead it's literally it like couldn't be more opposite, which is fucking great. And it's that same part. It's for me, for those listening that maybe don't have children or that um, aren't in that particular season of life, maybe you've just fucking thrown it all out the window because that's essentially what I've done in the last couple of years. That mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, the normal trajectory of the path that I'm on right now is going to lead to a family and kids and all the things, right? And I went, oh, hang on. There's a missing piece here though. Something needs to shift though. So I went, actually, I need to remove myself from this trajectory and jump on another timeline right now. Mm-hmm. And that's fucking fine too. But what I found on my journey is exactly the same thing. It's so fucking easy to go, oh my God, I've made the like biggest mistake of my life. Oh my God, I'm so like filled with like guilt for taking that trajectory away from like the other partner, right? Like when you separate from somebody when you come out of a long-term thing, it's like, it's not just you, right? Like it's affecting more than one person. It's mm-hmm. so the same thing. You've got to ditch the fucking guilt. And the thing that I say to a lot of my clients and a lot of people in my world is what even happens with guilt? Like literally nothing. Like if we just like run this narrative in our head and allow ourselves to indulge in that feeling of guilt, yeah. it doesn't change the situation for anybody. It doesn't make the situation better for anybody else like with you saying oh okay there's the potential to feel guilty for dropping the kids off you feeling guilty for dropping the kids off isn't going to fucking change their experience at school no absolutely not like it's actually only affecting you by holding on to that so for what fucking purpose would we choose to feel shit like it's like oh that happened let's go moving Mm. on and then it's like for in that like mum scenario you might do that a couple of days and go actually I kind of want them home like on the Thursday cool so take Mm. them a little bit later and like play around with it and see what actually fits for you. And Chris, I know we had this conversation when I was staying with you um, in regards to like the daycare times and things like that. And it was like, there's no fucking right way to do it. Like if your kids are in daycare from 7am to fucking, I don't even know what time is the latest, like 6pm. Yeah. Right. So it's like if kids are in daycare for that chunk of time, and that means that you get to fucking move the needle in other areas of your life, you get to feel like you are, you again outside of the role of mum or wife or business owner or whatever it might be if you get to fucking go to the spa for an hour of that time or get a massage or go get your nails done like fucking go you you know what I mean like it means that when you pick them up the experience they have with mum is 10 times fucking better Mm -hmm. so like it's that like quality quantity right like Kids want quality time. And like you said, like they're at daycare early and they're getting to snuggle up and read books or play trucks before there's like a hundred other like kids there wanting to play with them, right? It's like they're getting quality and it's so, so important. And what we know about kids and like that, like zero to seven, those imprint years, like that's actually what they need. And they need their parents modeling to them the importance of self-prioritization, Absolutely. Could not agree with that more. And I didn't think that it would be like this in terms of actually me wanting me. Like I actually believed that I would, they would be my world. And I, and like I say to clients, they aren't my world. I'm my fucking world. Right. And they're my children. And I'm going to raise them with every ounce of love I have in my body. However, being with them 24 hours a day, seven days a week is not for me. 
They are both really high energy children who need me high energy, right? And to, for me to be able to put in the work that I'm doing and create that ripple effect with the with the work that I want to achieve, right? I need to be myself in my own shoes. I need that time. Um, an example yesterday, like I had Tuesdays on my home day with the babies and the girls had their first day at school um, back and everything was smooth sailing until about 3 p.m. when everyone toppled in home and it just went from, Kids were super cool, like regulated, and then everyone was fucking dysregulated. And it went, my house just went off. And I text Steve and I'm like, red wine tonight. I know it's Tuesday. Don't care. Like I was that high, highly impacted by the chaos going on around me. And I actually, in that moment, victim, hold on, victim here, taking responsibility for that moment, right? I used wine as an excuse, as escape, escapism, rather than tapping into I'm playing a victim, which I absolutely was, right? And so like, I'm telling you, it's actually okay sometimes to be a victim. It's actually okay if you are playing into that, but don't sit there for ages, yeah. right? Don't stay sitting there. Like it took me about five minutes. I'm like, actually, like, it's fine. Like, kids will be sweet. I just, like, fully got everyone into the shower and bars and then everyone was cool after that. But it was about an hour of, I'm going to neck myself. These kids suck. Like, these kids me. suck. Like, it's been an hour and I, I like, how, how are they all so fucking hectic all the time? Like, that was the thought going through my mind, right? But radical responsibility, I was able to tap into it and, you know, create ownership and control in the situation. And by 6 o'clock when Steve got home, that was cool. But it's just, like, Sometimes we do play into that victimhood, but it's the choices and action or inaction that we decide to make that allows us to step out of it. So we are in total fucking control of what we choose to feel. 100%. I think the, yeah, the biggest thing I think with the the choice is it's really hard to, like people may be listening to this and go, well, I don't feel as though I have a choice. And I get it because- when we're so conditioned to be so reactive in life, mm-hmm. it's actually really easy to just like accept that that's the only way, right? right? And to go, oh, no, like it has to, like this is the only way to do it. What do you mean? I'm not in control. Like this triggers me or sets me off. And then my emotional like reactive response is to like yell or like whatever it might be, right? And again, a Facebook post. Like that, yes, like literally. And that's the thing. It's like people will say that, oh, no, this was just, I didn't even think about it. It just happened. Mm. That in itself upon reflection is like evidence for you to do some work there. Mm. And so that you've got space. Because I know that when I have been like triggered or when something's happened and I felt wobbly in that scenario, there's like, and it happens in like microseconds, like, but knowing how much information that I'll, mind's taking it at any one moment it literally is like this little void and you get this opportunity to go hmm there's two options here (laughs) like I can go down this explosive path of reactivity Mm. or I can choose to feel as though I'm holding some form of control right now and that's not to say that I'm not going to process and feel the emotions that are coming up just means that I get to fucking choose when I do it and this yeah. is that whole piece of like integrating. And this is something big that I'm talking about so much at the moment, Chris. And we had so many conversations about it when I was with you. It's mm. integrating that fucking bad girl. It's like, yeah, oh, I'm so over. I'm so passionate and so fucking over the narrative of we have to be this good girl all the time. And we have to be this like perfect wife, this like perfect mum, right? This perfect mm. partner, whatever it might be. Like put fucking- your fucking stake in the ground, like draw your yeah. sword. 
like Xena warrior princess shit, like actually fucking step into your superpower of being the woman that you are. And that like, you can be fierce and you can be flowy back to, you know, coming back into what we were talking about earlier, where you get to have it all. Mm -hmm. You can be fierce and ferocious and fucking brutal and honest with yourself, right. And responsible and accountable and all of these big, more heavy terminologies, right. And you can still be feminine and flowy and soft and nurturing and all that. This is the dark and the light femme. And like mm-hmm. integrating both of them, you get to have both. You get to be both. You don't have to be the good girl. You don't have to be the perfect wife. You don't have to be the perfect fucking mom. Like who says what, like actually talk about the word perfect. What's perfect? What does that look like? And who are you comparing that to? Literally. Like, like and I think it's like, on it. yes, it's like ownership of the fucking mess, right? Yeah. Like, Everyone's got mess. And I think it's so easy for us to assume that people don't because we live in this Instagrammable world now, which is great. And like, I fucking love Instagram. I love social media. I've done like a lot of work in high schools with teenage girls around like social media and like body image and all the things, right? So this has been a conversation I've been having for fucking years. And it was always almost the polarity of what a lot of teachers and what a lot of parents was having with their daughters that are in that like high school phase of, oh no, like we don't want you on social media. Social media is bad. We don't want you on Instagram, blah, blah, blah. Instagram's fucking amazing. Social media is fucking amazing if you're using it in the right way. Mm. You're using it to compare. And if you're following accounts that are triggering you and you're thinking, oh God, no, my life doesn't look like that. Or, oh, I need to be doing that. Or, oh, I like, stop following those fucking accounts. Mm. Like if you're sitting there and you're comparing your life and what your like afternoon routine of picking the kids up or whatever it might be looks like in comparison to some influencer, it's their job to curate that beautiful narrative it's not necessarily real yes there may be elements of it that are real great what can you learn from that and how can you start to integrate that into your life I think that's a good learning but if you're looking at it through that lens of comparison and it's making you feel shit about yourself then just get back in your own lane babe Mm. get back in your own lane and go okay that made me feel a little bit shit why what is that moving what's that feeling within me and what can I do to change it? And this is the piece of we feel the friction, whatever it might be, the trigger, the comparison, the shame, the guilt. We feel the friction. Do we allow that friction to create fire and passion and movement and momentum within self and self-lead? Or do we allow that friction to create frustration? So we feel stuck. So we feel constricted. So we feel like nothing's moving and changing and we move into that like, oh, like, fuck this, like nothing ever works out for me. Because you get a choice. Like that's the trajectory. That's that like T-junction that we're at where it's like, okay, am I going left or right here? Because you actually get to choose. And I think sometimes we forget that it's a choice. And you can choose to jump ship and go on to the other one whenever you fucking want. I think that's important too. Like if you've played victim forever, great, start changing it. Yeah. I can know if you can change it right now. Now, like, how about now? Yeah, how about now? <laughs> Absolutely, like, just make the choice. Stop it. Just stop. Just move on. Like, there's so many elements that this could be playing to or speaking to, but maybe this will land in in the next moment for you, like where you do decide that you're going to play a victim, or you do notice that there's someone in your energetic capacity who is sitting in victimhood, and that is sucking you fucking dry, like bleeding you dry. Sorry, and you're feeling like so overwhelmed and drained being around that person, and maybe it's time to have a conversation. Be like, hey, here's a podcast. Fucking listen to it because you're talking about this nonstop, and you are being a victim, and you're at effect of these problems, but you're actually creating them and calling them in. So listen to this episode. <laughs> like Literally. hand them this kind of thing and allow them to 
have more awareness, right? And to understand what self-leadership actually is and to understand, hey, I've been taught, you know, blaming this person and shifting gears towards the wrong energy for so long when I could have been putting that energy into making money, creating a better life, like getting healthy, getting strong. Like there's so many elements that this is fucking the energetic, energetic, energetic <laughs> from and not going into, right? So use that as your driving force to create what's going to be better for you. Um, we'll wrap this episode up so that we don't talk your ears off for too long because I'm sure that we could go on for the next fucking two hours about this. Literally. However, if you enjoyed this app, please, please, please leave a quick written review on Apple Podcasts. It will really support us to help other women who are on their journey of self-discovery to self-mastery, which is what Katie and I are all about. So Absolutely. I'm excited for the next episode and I'm excited to continue these conversations. As always, if anything in particular struck a chord with you, land in our DMs. We love continuing the chat there. Mm-hmm. Yay. Thanks, guys. <laughs>